It's August 14th, 2013, and this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. On today's show, we'll consider the first anniversary of the Curiosity rover landing on Mars. We'll also consider the source with our resident phraseologists, Leslie and Constance Kincaid. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from TGI McFlippies, home of the new family chum bucket, a fresh seafood dinner served bucket style for mom, dad, and the kids. TGI McFlippies, flip in some flavor, neighbor. And the Knievel Foundation, helping underprivileged children pursue careers in death defiance. Visit shatteredpelvis.org for more information. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. The Curiosity rover passed an important milestone last week as it has now spent one Earth year on the surface of Mars. While we've learned a great deal about the Red Planet over the last year, there's still a lot that can be learned. Here to discuss the mission and what Curiosity will be doing next is former NASA scientist and senior fellow at the Uranus Institute, Dr. Sheldon Moon. Welcome to Consider Our Knowledge, Dr. Moon. Happy to be here, Connor. So the main focus of Curiosity's trip has been to see if Mars has or ever could support life. That's right. Curiosity's been able to tell us quite a bit about Mars that we didn't know before. It has found rounded pebbles that show evidence of an ancient stream bed and has burrowed deep into Gale Crater and determined that it had the right conditions to support primitive life forms. And it surveyed a good deal of land for development purposes. Development purposes? Yes. Mars will be a great place to have condominiums and first-rate resorts someday. But Dr. Moon, isn't a Mars colony a bit of a science fiction pipe dream? Not as much as you might think. NASA isn't exactly swimming in funding anymore, so they've got to get creative about how they pay for missions like the Curiosity rover. Selling land on Mars has been a great way to fund their project. Really? I had no idea. Yes. Land on Mars is selling like hotcakes. So who's buying all this land? Well, Richard Branson has bought several acres near the bottom of Mount Sharp, and he has planned to turn it into a rock-climbing retreat. The Queen of England has been heavily involved and is drawing up plans for a Martian version of her castle at Balmoral. And George Clooney plans to build a villa on the edge of Gale Crater. It's amazing how the super-rich will pony up for real estate that isn't even habitable just because they can. Now, is the land on Mars really NASA's to sell, though? Well, I can see what you mean, but who else can get there? The Russians? I think NASA's claim to that land is pretty airtight. Curiosity Rover's next assignment is to begin construction of a model home on the surface so that NASA can use that as a selling point. Uh, Oh, uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie have already worked out a deal with NASA to adopt any life forms that Curiosity finds as well. There's a lot of great angles to be played in space, Connor. Well, I guess we'll just need to wait and see what else Mars has to offer. Thank you very much, Dr. Moon. Thank you. That was Dr. Sheldon Moon of the Uranus Institute. Now we turn to one of my favorite segments that's always fun and educational, Consider the Source with Leslie and Constance Kincaid. They are the authors of several books on the origins of popular and not-so-popular words and phrases, and they're back with us after their summer vacation. Welcome back, you guys. It is a pleasure, as always. So what have you been up to this summer? We've been very busy. We spent two weeks in the slums of various American cities, picking up new slang words for our next book. Wow. 
Then we took a trip to the Deep South on another phrase-finding mission. I see. Then we spent a week at Sandals Resort in the Bahamas just to recharge our batteries. I've never seen Leslie so frisky. Quite. Okay, well, um, let's go ahead and uh, see what the new lingo you have for us. The first term we heard in a Gold's Gym in St. Louis. It's illegal gymigrant. It refers to someone who refuses to pay dues for a gym membership or sneaks into a gym for a workout without paying. An illegal gymigrant often convinces gym managers that they were merely there to test out the gym. As in, did you know that that guy Kevin has been working out here for the last six months and has never initiated a membership? He's such an illegal gymigrant. I like that one. Okay, what else have you got for us? Textratary. I heard this one in Los Angeles, and it refers to a person who texts for their friend while they're driving. As in, Harry never drives and texts. He has his own textratary to send messages. Oh, I think that's a great idea. Finally, we have Irish layover. This is when you miss your flight from being too hungover or too drunk. As in, Jimmy totally had an Irish layover and missed his flight to Cancun after karaoke last night. Now, Constance, wasn't your father Irish? Yes. Yes, he was. And he had many Irish layovers in his day. Huh. Well, that's just great. Thanks so much for coming by. It, it was, was our, our pleasure. pleasure! That's all the time we have for this edition of Consider Our Knowledge. Thank you for making Consider Our Knowledge your number one NPR parody. The Consider Our Knowledge team includes Marianne Wetzel, Emily Clausen, Natalie Thorpe, Jeremiah Knight, Hobart Willis, and Libby Mitchell. You can always go to considerourknowledge.com for more stories and editorials. You can like us on Facebook and subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Bentley.